Hey, 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 guys. Welcome back to Chemistry Podcast. You have Lady D, your girl Mo Millie, and Kilo. And today we have a very, very, very interesting topic. And so we have a special guest here, Mr. Brian Blackmore. Blackmore. He's going to be talking about credit. The credit guru. Yes. You ready? You ready? Always ready. Okay. Stay ready. So I guess we're going to skip any other thing. We're going to go straight on into it because credit is very important. And I think that's one thing that our community needs to learn more of. And uh, we need to get the tricks in the trade. And I'm sure he is well versed in this. So, Brian, tell us exactly what a credit specialist does. Um, Basically, we do all things credit, uh, assist with the removal of like bad history. You got some repossessions and. Uh, broken leases and collection accounts. We assist with the removal of those. And the biggest and the most major part we do is uh, rebuilding credit, breaking it down, uh, starting it back up, and, and getting your scores increased so you can do the things you want to do. Awesome. Awesome. So is credit better than cash? Oh, for sure. Cash run out at some point. Yes, it does. Right, and cash don't bring you no rewards. It right? sure does. Zero. Zero so give us a little bit of your background on how you came into being a credit guru. Um, <laughs> That's a great I, specialist. I am a forensic banker by trade, so okay. awesome. I was I was a traveling contractor, so I opened up banks, I shut them down. Um, I've been in finance since 2007, okay. so I do all the background as far as you know how people do the things they do and why they do the things they right. do from a banking and financial perspective. Oh, okay. So it just kind of it just kind of rolled over yeah. into credit, and you know, and just you were just naturally a money man, naturally ready, yeah. <laughs> Is this something that you studied for? No, actually, you know, I was, I was a person that my credit was awful yeah. Uh, yeah. at a point. And I would just remember, like, begging, like, lenders, like, hey, give me a chance type, you know, yeah. told the note, and they taking me to the back. Like, I remember mm-hmm. just going to the back. My credit, I'll pull my credit. Let me show you what you qualify yeah, for. Yeah, no. <laughs> and we literally on a golf cart. I'm like, man, why don't we, no, we on the golf cart? Nowhere. I want this. Yeah, I'm passing by all the cars I want, you know. I'm like, <laughs> And then I'm realizing, like, man, this is what your this is what your score can get you. Right. So, yeah. what is the highest credit score you can have? Eight fifty. Eight fifty is the highest. Eight fifty yeah. is the highest. No such thing as nine. No, no such thing. No. no. Oh, okay. Those are vanish scores. So oh, let's okay. let's talk about something because I know when we bought our house, we bought our house in two thousand and five, and um, we 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 actually bought our house, and you know. We were scared, you know, because we heard all the tactics of, oh, when you go to close and you have to have $10,000. And, I mean, we literally uh, 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 changed our living arrangement to save thousands of dollars because we were told that, you know, closing would be pushed back and they're going to talk about this on your credit and that on your credit. But in actuality, and I know things have totally changed because I think back then our credit scores was like, 580, honestly. Mm -hmm. And we were like 22 and 21 when we bought our house. And um, it wasn't that we had bad credit, but we had no credit. no credit. So can you expound a little bit on that? Because, I mean, we still closed on our house. And honestly, I tell everybody we put $5 down on our house because we put $500 earnest money. And back in 2005, they had open and closing calls and first-time home buyers. And I work for the state, so they gave us a little assistance. So that 
uh, when we went to close, uh, they wanted to ask me about Bally's because I I, I signed up for Bally's because my husband, which was my boyfriend at the time, worked there, and I you know I wanted to go work out and show out a little bit, and you know they had those contracts, and I didn't stick to it, and so I told God I'm like I don't want to go backwards and forward, and and they just needed to speak with Bally's, and we closed on our house, we got the keys, and they sent us a check back for four hundred and ninety five dollars, so we put five dollars down on our home back in two thousand and five, but again the you know the thing was is that we it's not that we had bad credit, we just didn't have. No, we had little credit. We had no credit, yeah, basically. So tell the people so how. Expound a little bit. Yeah, expound on what what is the difference between having credit and no credit. Because a lot of people don't understand that you have to have some type of revolving credit and all those different things to make you. Or not just revolving credit. You need a, you a need different credit. array of credit. Oh, for sure. I, I, I yeah. Mean, you need seven seven items at, at okay. minimum. Okay. And I always recommend uh, out of those seven items, you have five credit cards. One secure card ain't going to do it. Two cards ain't going to do it. You need really five. Um, and you just got to be disciplined enough in order to use them and pay them back, pay mm, them off. Right, right. no point. There's, and you get the whole 30% thing, and they always say, you know, oh, well, use 30% of the – no, there's really no benefit to rolling over a balance. There's absolutely zero benefit. Mm -hmm. There's no 30% rule. Pay it off. Yeah, pay it off. If you Pay it off. Use it and pay it off. Exactly. So is no credit worse than bad credit? Absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's, a, well, it's essentially the same. If you have no track yeah. record, I can't give you anything. If I, I can't trust you. I can't trust you. I don't you. see nothing that you pay for. I don't see nothing. If you exactly. haven't paid anybody back their money, why do I feel comfortable giving exactly. you money? Exactly. Right, right, right. So what about the trade lines and stuff like that? Oh, I hate trade lines. Like, So that's not good to get. That's not good to have trade lines? Yeah, you're a kid. You got, you, you got some kids. You know, you add them to your credit. You you know, you're using them as they're using you, piggybacking off you, their parent. You can't yeah. be 30 plus with some authorized trade user or trade line. Right. Because the bureaus look at your age and say, why don't you have your own credit? Right. So right. I did that for my oldest son. I did that um, just reading out of a, a group one time. And I put him on, I believe it was mm -hmm. a, a Walmart credit card. And literally, uh, once he graduated high school, his credit score was like 600 and something, which is not the best, but he had a little bit of credit. Yes. So, sure. um he did have some credit. So I learned to put my kids, like you said, when they're in school, when they're in high school, I learned to put them. Now, yes. parents, that's if you pay your bills because you don't want to hurt their credit. Exactly. So the fact that I know because that I was going to pay my bill, I actually put him on there. He he had a form of credit already once he graduated high school. Absolutely. Because, you know, what I've learned, I've learned that black people, and I don't mean to make this the race thing, oh, yeah. black people believe in getting it at the mud, started from the bottom, <laughs> every girl. That is not what? so. We can start out, we can add our children as authorized users as young as... You can go as low as 13. Exactly. Yeah. You can add your children to your credit cards as low as 13 if you're a responsible parent, and then you can start them with good credit. When they graduate from high school and they're 18 years old and they're ready to go do and buy and asking you for all this stuff, they have credit to, they'll have credit to go out and do it on their own. Now, I tell you, I didn't never give him the card, though, but he never. was authorized. You would never give my card with my name on it. That card is in my drawer. As a matter of fact, he's still on those particular cards, yeah. but again, it, it just gave them a little, uh, a little step I, up. Do you know that I was 30-something years old when somebody told me that, taught me that. Wow. I was literally probably about 35 years old when someone actually well, we took wouldn't. the time out to yeah. sit down and talk to me about credit. That's the and difference. And for me to be interested in it and actually apply it to my life. Wow. Can we yeah. go Can we and go that's back? that's childish, to, but that's the truth. <laughs> it, you know what real, I'm saying? Can we go back to the five, because you said a, a, a good amount of credit cards is five. So I think that sometimes that uh we kind of overdo it. Yeah, we do. Because you know what? I, I'll tell you, I'm a stickler for finances, but even... 
sticklers get caught up because like you said the the purpose is right is not to carry revolving balance which is right. sometimes the information that's spread across but sometimes life hits you and you know you might forget you, live, and, yeah. you know it's a lot to keep up with 11 12 and 15 credit cards it is. and then you have to use those credit cards you don't want them closed out so i mean i i wish that I would have stayed somewhere along the line of five cards. I think yeah. that's good information for you to note because right. five lines of credit is a sufficient amount of credit because ain't right. no way we're, we can use 11 credit cards and stay up under, you know, keep paying all those cards off like that, you know. Agreed. So Chasing your tail. Pretty much. Pretty much. That's essentially what you end up doing. It's like, it, and a lot of those cards, like there's not a lot of people that have 11, 12 major mm -hmm. credit cards. Right. They got, you know, uh, all these from Dick Sporting Goods. They got J C Penny. Yeah, don't even go there. Yeah. I, I have I a stuff that. that I like to shop at. Okay, <laughs> tell me this. My friend has twenty credit cards. What should he do? Well, I, I'm not a fan of closing them out once you got them. You no. got to just no. Once keep you got them, you stuck with them. And yeah. if they, at the end of the day, you you know if they're going to close eventually, if you don't use them after mm -hmm. some time, exactly, it's not, it's not a six month. Oh, thing he uses thing. them. <laughs> he, nothing he can do besides keep them open. Keep so them is that a bad thing? When, like, say, for if instance, have I had a credit card, card and they just closed it because my old Navy card, I'll, I'll just tell you because I don't care about that. My old Navy card, they closed it because I didn't use my old Navy card. So is that a bad thing yes. that they closed it? It is because okay. you're knowing your length of credit history. So those uh, are good accounts that they're closing. So you take a hit for that. Yep. I mean, I didn't use it. I mean, it, it benefited me not having a bill to pay. So I'm like, it, it, it wasn't good for y'all, but it was delicious for me. <laughs> Well, why did you get it, Kilo? Because I, yeah. I was using it at that point. But my kid is like, I'm like, kid, you want to go to Old Navy? She like, nah, ma, I want to go no. to Dillard's. Or I want to go to, like, Bloomies or whatever. Uh, she ain't checking for Old Navy. Yeah. So I don't use that card. You oh, know? Okay. Which brings up the important part of what he said. We have a lot of frivolous credit cards, you know, not Navy, Federal, Capital One, Barclay. Barclay, which is one of my favorite. Um, uh, we have a lot of store department credit cards, which is kind of like so is that bad? pointless. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not ever getting a credit card I can't use if my lights are about to get turned off. For sure. But listen, but you know now the stores have gotten smart. That's like my dealers, my Macy's. So if you you have good credit with them, then they changed over to American Express. <laughs> but they got you got to work your way up to it because I I'm, I'm at I'm at I'm at what is it Elite, but I am not at Visa or American <laughs> Express yet. True, true. <laughs> and now, I spent the, well, a couple of thousand dollars, so I'm trying to figure out like what's next. Now my my advice to people: if you can't play the credit card game, don't even don't start even it. Do honestly, it. Cause because it is it can get into it and, can start it can be, become a rat race. And I, as somebody that is a stickler about finances, have gotten caught up. You know what I'm saying? Like you you may like say for instance, okay, I'm gonna use my card. I got the cash right here. I'm going to use my card on this cruise or I'm going to use my card to get this home project done. And then you just start dipping in the cash. And, you know, I mean, you really, really, really have to be very, very, very disciplined when it comes to credit or you get caught up, right? Yeah, I don't I don't use cash for, for anything. Mm -hmm. I haven't used cash in 10 years. Really? Mm -hmm. So what do so you, you do? So you just charge your credit card? Everything goes on credit. But and, and you're disciplined. I'm disciplined enough. I've yeah. accumulated uh, over a million points. See, I can go anywhere in the world for free. See, yeah, I don't use. I mean, there's. I have to get in my son's game sometimes. You know, I have to go. Stop when you, when you say you use, you had a million points. I looked down at you to see what you was wearing. <laughs> see that, as, as, Black people, yeah. we we work, we think about that kind of stuff. Oh yeah. So when I you mean, said, you say points? I looked what at you. I was like, you got rewards. Yeah, reward rewards. Like 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 for I tell my I tell I told Kiki this. I told Kiki this. This is what last week I told her. When you when you when you use your debit card, it's no benefit. When you use cash, you don't get anything back from there. But if you use your Chase Rewards card, they're gonna give you five percent cash back for that restaurant. They're but gonna I give you eight percent. Don't cash use. Back on your, 
Use your credit debit. cards. No, 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 no. Chase debit is card. not only debit, baby. I got a debit, a Chase credit card. They make credit cards there. Oh, okay. I, I'm not, I don't bank for Chase. I like, I, like to go, I like to go one step further. Like the, the, the outside of points and outside yeah, of all yeah. the other stuff, the most important part about a debit card and, and why you should always use credit is security. Mm-hmm. How many times have you had your bank account hacked? It took about three, four, five weeks to get it resolved. Yeah, so for what sure. if my rent was due? What worst. if my car note was due? Right. What if all this stuff is due? I can't get my money back. Right. With a credit card, you make one call, take you 10 minutes, they didn't get you all your money back, count that card, and send you a new one. I have a question, though, Ryan, but what about those companies? And and I think it's a catch-22 because they know the game. It's some companies that will not let you pay for your items using a credit card. I don't do what I'm not going to pay for. I'm, okay. I'm not going to deal with no. Okay. I'm not paying cash. Because there are, well, I, I really wanted you to mention, because there are companies like Barclay and Navy Federal, which your credit card, they actually give you checks. So I know that you can send off a check because it's still off your credit card. Not all credit card companies do that, but I know like Santander for one, you can't pay uh, your card note with, with the credit, credit card. card. Right. And, and I'm like, why would you not accept that as a form of payment? To me, you know, I, I, I don't get that. Yeah, what is it? Explain that you can't pay credit with credit. Explain that. Well, the way it is, because you can ultimately try to reverse it. So a lot of companies try to avoid you being able to reverse it. So that's why it's a lot of check by, it's the the routing and account number set up. Everything has to be paid routing and account number. Right. You can't really backtrack and cancel that. If I pay you with credit, I'm like, no, I didn't do that. Mm -hmm. Well, Uh, let me reverse my charge, and you didn't drove my car for 30 additional days when you didn't pay me. Mm-hmm. So everybody's going to be writing an account number because I get my money right then. Exactly. And see, it backs up to what you said about the security because one thing about that right. credit card, as soon as that transaction, they because they'll block it. Right. They'll block it or they'll send you an email saying, hey, did you Is that do you? this? Yeah. yeah. During Christmas time, I'm, I'm during Christmas time, you know, you slide in your car and I got to... You know, at my peak, cause I have one child. I have <laughs> one. I have a one child problem. I'm gonna go by the mall. I don't care what no credit consultant say. Okay. <laughs> and when I get rich, you can consult me then, cause right. that's when I'm gonna need the real help. Yeah. But I, 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 I was, I was swiping my card, and all of a sudden, it was getting declined, and I was like. Baby, if I ain't got nothing else, I got some money, yeah. you know. So I, I called. I look. I, I called them first before I check my email, and all I want to know is if, if that was, was me. You. That's it. So that's the that's kind of like the security the part of having a credit. Well, my it chase card, my chase bank card, to do that. Yeah, because, my bank does. But it took it to be hacked twice for for them to do that. They understand spending habits too. Banks are smart. They understand mm-hmm. spending habits, and if you're doing things that are not common, customary, what you've always exactly. Done, They'll flag it. They're like, no, nah, this don't seem I don't know why it was flagging exactly me because I swipe my card all the time. So that was the same thing. Well, when I went out the country to Germany, <laughs> yes. um, I literally had to let them know. You had know. to call forward and let them know. I had to let them yeah. know that I was out of the country because they know, like you said, they're smart. They know uh, where you typically spend that. And so that throws a red flag. Why is your card being used over in Germany? So uh, we want to bring up secure cards. I know that's. That's the baby step. For sure. The baby step. But yeah. it's kind of like a savings account, right? It's the, it's, the, it's the beginning step for everyone that doesn't have the ability to get unsecured. And the thing, the, what I love about secure cards, I okay. always said this. I said, you know what? You're going to buy the Jordans anyway. Mm-hmm. You're exactly. Going to, you're going to spend the $300 anyway. Buy, get the secure card first. Mm-hmm. Go buy those same Jordans with the same way that you was going to buy them in, to begin with. Mm-hmm. And, and pay, pay yourself back. And pay yourself back. And then you just open up a line of credit, and you got the Jordan all at the same time. Yeah, you're right. So you won. You won both <laughs> right. ways. Yeah, you're right. My, my son that's in, he, he attends University of Houston right now. This is my middle son. And, uh, you know, he's so financial savvy. I mean, he's serious about his credit. He's serious about everything. Um, 
but he he was smart enough out the gate and he's just 20 he's 20 now yeah. but he opened up various lines of credit and he said mama he he called me he's like you know he, he said i want to take out this loan and he said it's basically you know I, I i'm just getting it and i'm just paying myself back or whatever to help build my credit sure. and i will tell you guys this because at first i was like no ashton you know because I, I sorry <laughs> i always worry about you know i don't want them to get caught up you know but that actually helped him because um he so he has multiple scholarships that he applied for in, in one for his college career and so one wasn't paying until a certain time and so university houston was like hey i need this payment for sure. and because he had various lines of credit because at first he called me he said mom i need x amount of dollars and so i'm in mama mode because when my kid does the part i need to do my part for so sure. i'm in mama for mode sure. i'm trying to make things happen but before five o'clock i'm at work he called he said mom i got it taken care of i'm like what happened he said, I just applied for a, a line of credit. He said, and because I had various lines of credit, they gave it to me. And so the scholarship just backed it right back up. So once he got the scholarship, he there put it go. back in, and that, and that just helped. You know, he's a smart guy. Smart kid. But he's a Virgo, so you couldn't expect greatness oh from him. Oh, my gosh. You know that? Yeah, man, it's definitely what it is. He's I a like smart the credit kid because he's a Virgo. That when you know better, you do a little better. And so uh -huh, our generation, exactly. we weren't really taught we, about we, credit we out the We raised our kids better. We, oh, we, for sure. I've been talking to my get kids out the about. Mud, I will kill my kids for saying that. We got, we had to get it. And not mud. necessarily they, and they walk that. Aggravating me like that. Well, hey, hey, my nephew lives with me, so he goes, Annie, I had to get it out the mud. I said, You never gotten shit out of no mud, and you won't ever get it out as long as I'm your Annie. You'll never get anything out of the mud. So, and not just leaving them to getting it out the mud is just about communication. I've been talking to my kids about finances exactly. since they were little bitty. I literally started talking to them about lines of credit, paying their bills, paying yes, their bills on being time. Responsible, being like, Literally, citizen, because everyone. these are things that just wasn't taught to us. You know, exactly, we no. didn't, we weren't taught about. Our mama didn't have good credit. Half we, our mama so dope they did whatever they yeah. had to do to make it to the next. But when you learn you better, you something. do better. Because yeah, the thing sure. about it is, is when when if I were bad credit and you're with good credit and you go and buy the same car that I buy, I got the bad credit. I'm going to pay three times as much for this car oh, than the person with the good credit. And 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 and. and, and, and to me, that's what keep our community down because we're 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 not not as knowledgeable in that, and I and we don't share our information. Like like for, for this is a beautiful thing that you're doing here. You 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 decide to share your gift with other people. We don't have that a lot in our community, and if we do have, it, we're so used to not having it, we don't pay attention to it. Oh, for sure. That makes sense to you. I get that a whole. Yeah. I get that a whole lot. You yeah. know, in in the way that it's presented on social media, I throw it out there, and people. Yeah. On by. Uh -huh. and I'm like, listen, we're in a, the wealth gap is over $10 trillion. Yes, yes indeed. The wealth gap is widening. It is yes, wide. We'll never, we'll never catch up in our lifetime. Your kids, they kids, they exactly. kids. Exactly. It's basically flat out probably over. Mm -hmm. The wealth gap is going to continue to widen because people are really not paying attention. They're not paying and attention. Things are just kind of it's passing not. them by and things are just getting out of hand to the point where we don't own nothing. We ain't trying to own nothing. Our credit is bad. We don't have any. We have no financial education at all. So I want to so, say something, Brian. Uh, I seen a meme. I'm sorry, and it says taxes for people that know the rules. And so to me, that's credit as well. These people, they're out here playing the game, and I won't put it to a specific race or anything, but they're they know a lot that we are not privy to, mm -hmm. and it's all about researching and understanding. And yes, so it is. we want to bring things out. So say, for instance, we got somebody that has totally just like you said at one point in time you had horrible credit. And you don't have that anymore. Right. So where do we start when we, because, I mean, I didn't have good credit. I didn't build it up, and I didn't tank it. You yeah. know, I say I didn't tank it, uh, but yeah. I, I didn't tank it. But, you know, because that's another topic I want to bring about. When you're married, you know, that whatever your spouse does affect your credit as well. Sure. So 
when when these things have happened and you're in that bottom of the barrel again, where does one start to start to rebuild their credit? What's think, the process? I think a lot of it is starting to, you know, rebuild because at the end of the day, everybody has negative things. A lot of mm-hmm. people do. Um, but the first part of it is, it's like rebuilding it. Getting the secure cards, every, even though a lot of people are against them. Getting secure cards, getting their self-lender, their credit strong. There's so many secure loans you can get as well. It's like a savings account. You're paying yourself back. They give you your money. You, you, put, you put it in, they give it back at the end of the year. So it's like, I was like, I, I, I treat it like a little savings account. Put it in there, get it back at the end mm-hmm. of the year. And, but you're building credit all at the same time. So a lot of that is just simply rebuilding. Seven accounts is minimum. You really need more. But I always say seven has to be the minimum. And just getting in there and rebuilding and understanding that I might have to take some, I might have to do some things I necessarily didn't, don't yeah. want to do. All right. One of my best friends says, uh, when we were younger, and and I, I won't, I won't, I won't ever lie to you. I'm the friend that goes out and says, "Well, well, we drinking. Hey, do y'all want a ball or not? I'm not finna sit here. Yeah. I, I like, I'm gonna spend three hundred dollars at brunch oh, and sure. stuff like that. It's stupid, but that's what I do. So, but one of my friends says, she told us, that, she told me this when I was really young. She says. I live like this. I'm like, well, you don't never buy you nothing. You don't never. I mean, I'm never. If you die today, you gonna look like that when yeah. you die. You know, we think like that. But she said, I live like this today, so I can live like nobody else tomorrow. And I think she got that from Dave Ramsey or somebody. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. It's yeah. a so, sacrifice. So, what is the process if you want to clean your credit? Um, like sometimes you have a what is it? Yeah, like your debt the ratio is. You can't come. Huh? That's the income ratio is horrible. With her okay. So, what is the process of of clearing your credit? Now we have a home. You know, we just bought our first home three years ago, and it's like it's. I don't know if like when people pull our credit or some. I mean, we ain't bought none. I like my cars and stuff like that. Cash is that a bad thing that we have, like? But I mean, like these, like, like high end cars. You know what I'm saying? Don't matter. Not, it don't matter. I'm Still bad. It's cash. bad. Yeah, you, I don't never want to pay cash. Cause, cause you don't like never. again. It's no benefit. None. Like, I, so what do you prefer to do? Do you prefer to leave cars? I pay cash for everything. No, I, you can furniture, refrigerators, whatever. I'm just not paying cash. I, I'm just saying for for me, I'm never ever gonna use cash for anything. I'm gonna borrow your money, pay you back at a very small interest rate, and keep my cash. That's, that's the thing. That's but a smart guy. Say, yeah, like that, that's if your credit is there to purchase. Because uh-huh. see, like me and my husband ran into the debt to income ratio stuff. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and with our house, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's it's up there. If you got four hundred thousand here, then you try to go get a fifty to eighty thousand dollar car. They're but, not gonna get it. But I it think to it's you. something very important that he said. He said, I'm going to borrow their money, pay very little on it, because why? You're in a good standing point. Standing so, act your way. So, you wait. You act uh-huh, your credit score. Uh-huh, you act uh-huh, your credit uh-huh. score. Because See, we a do lot too of people much. go out here and get these expensive cars, and then you know your credit score is not there. I would rather work you on make- my credit and then get that credit score down, because these people are getting these cars on, you know... Like I said, when your credit score is bad, we're paying more. So if you know your credit score is bad, buy you a little old cash car, build your credit. A lot of people don't want to sacrifice today to live better tomorrow, and that's the problem. That is the problem, and that's why we 
We, don't we want are to steady, steady, steady. And that's why the wealth gap is going to continue oh, to grow. Sure. Because, because our mentality refuse. is out. We oh. refuse. We want to have the latest. You, again, we want to have the greatest. You want to buy Jordans. You want to, you want, like these broke kids. Oh, God. Like I just said about my daughter, don't you want to go to Bloomies. Her mind, her mind don't think on name. Her mind think Bloomies. So it, 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 in her mind, she 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 knows there's some money somewhere. Oh, somewhere. But, but that's because I'm not acting my way. So I'm going to start acting like a $30,000 maker. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to start acting like minimum wa- a minimum wager and see if that will bring her down a little bit. Right. <laughs> You know what? Well, every, everybody everybody raised their kids different. I didn't raise my kids materialistically. And, 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 I raised them both ways. And, 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 I, and, and, I didn't I raise them, but you know I got one though, right? Uh, you do. Even though I didn't raise her that <laughs> way, I have a daughter and, and that, that she, mine. listen, she belongs to her. But my boys are totally, they're not mm-hmm. into all this thing. But what one thing I did do is I, t- I told them I'd rather you have experiences. So what I started exactly. doing early is traveling with them. Yes, Before I put yes. in material things, I started taking them to places and doing things. But I, I want to say, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, we, uh, so we we just live like we're rich. So she goes, "Mama, you rich?" And I go, "No, I'm broke." She said, "Well, Mama, just speak it, baby. You stop spinning it, and I can speak." I'm yeah. checking my account, and I'm in reality that we are not rich. Yeah. And she and she looking at how we living, and she's going, "Mama, we rich." And I'm going, "No, we're not." She said, "Well, speak it, Mama. You know." So I well, have a question. Huh? What is the average amount of time? And I know it's probably no specific time for somebody credit score to improve, but what is the average? Because in in my line of work, we hate to give time frames because if you tell a person, hey, those results will be back in 30 days, they calling. I'm sure in your line of work too. Right. So what is the average, just an average, that you can expect improvements in your uh, credit score? I think you get improvements like in the first 30 or 45 days. Okay. It's just a matter of, I think, I've never met a person that's called me that needs my services mm-hmm. that doesn't need six months. Right. Some people need eight. Mm-hmm. Some people need a year. Yeah. It just kind of goes on just depending on, because people show up with just astronomical amount of debt. Like, they let two cars go back. They let two charges go back. They just, they're just out here just letting life, just, letting life letting, happen. Life and or going. life just happening, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. Some people deal with, with tragedy and, and turmoil all the time. So they study getting stuff losing, getting stuff losing. Their mentality is not, you know, that they don't mean they had the greatest mentality. They're right. doing getting it and losing. But some people go through that all the time when something happens. Somebody, their husband left them, their baby daddy left them. So you get buying stuff and you losing it. You buying stuff and lose. They never think to get credit for themselves. What would you say to a person like that? Not getting credit for themselves? Yeah. Um, I think I, I think that's the major problem. But exactly. also, but a, a lot, but a lot of that is you also understanding that most people are just out here making bad decisions. Period. Because a lot of people are trained. Like I've had clients call me all every day of the week. I'm gonna get a call that says, "Oh, I got a call my credit. I'm letting it go back." I'm like, "Why?" Well, the, the dealership wouldn't fix it. I'm like, "Well, you drove it. Like, fix it." We are we are trained to think that a dealership somebody owes something. Keep up mm-hmm. with the maintenance on the car we drive and every single day. It's the weirdest thing. And they letting them go back to go get another one, and it's a repeated cycle. Then nothing I can do with that. And I'm speaking very right. responsibility, yeah, responsibility, yeah. accountability. Is accountability. You so are if so you, right. So if you if you if you had a person that was buying a car, and they and they wanted to use, they already had their stuff established, and they wanted to buy it under their business name. How how would you suggest they do that? A lot of times when you're dealing with business, you get a you get favorable rates sometimes. And also, those things, the good thing about it is it doesn't count against your debt to income like we were talking right, about. Right, right. So all this, so a lot of times when you're going to buy different things, they don't pull the business out. Well, you got these debts. Well, it's paid for by the business. That is absolutely separate. It mm-hmm. keeps everything separate, which is good. Right. And which which another important thing to mention about that is if you're going to start going into the aspect, then you need to make sure that you, 
that's accountable to your business. You can't uh, mix it in size, right? Mix and mingle. No, I, we don't. Can't I do never, that. never talk about that. Yeah. Is there a benefit to buying something on your business credit versus buying it with your regular credit? Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, especially if it's a business, if it's a business asset. I mean, I think you should always try to get it in your business name at least. Like I say, it cuts down on the amount of debt you have on your personal right, side. Right. You're not really getting hits on your business side. You can have many things you want on a business credit mm-hmm. report. It you get, but if you have all those things listed on a personal credit, it brings your scores down because it's too much debt. Oh, okay. so there's no limitation when you're talking about a business. Right. You mm. got personal. You know, you you have to be be very honest. The way it is, this it's basically set up is you have to be in debt to have good credit. You just have to be. in I debt. was gonna ask you. How do you, you that? get? How do you get business credit though? Um, well, there's two ways. You can go the net 30 route. So a lot of people are on the net 30. So they go and get accounts with Staples and uh, Office Max and Uline and mm-hmm. all these other places in order to gain these gain business accounts. Right. Mm-hmm. It's just, to me, it just takes too long. Okay. And I'm an advocate for using your personal credit as a guarantor. I've always done that. I've done it. And you only have to do it one time. Tell okay. us a quick way then. Now, if it, that's the if that's the if that's the the way that's gonna take months yeah. and months, months, weeks, yeah. days, years. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. to give us a uh, give us some kind of knowledge on what to do to get to get business business credit really quick. This is what I did. So I had a relationship personally with American Express. Okay. Anybody knows me? I'm an advocate. For American Express, because American Express is the only place in the That's world. Accepted. It's world-renowned. Yep. Yes, so it is. So when you go and you use your personal credit one time, all you got to use is as a guarantor, which means if you do not pay me, this is going on your personal credit. That's fine, because I know in my heart I'm disciplined enough in order to do what I'm going to do. Right. I used it one time. I can call an American Express. I can open up. Um, it don't matter. It, whatever it is. Carpet cleaning tomorrow. I can open up BK Carpet Cleaning. I call American Express. Take me two minutes on the phone. Hey, I need a credit card. I just opened up BK Carpet Cleaning, and I'm about to do some big numbers. Yeah. And I need a credit. I need an American Express business card for that. Hey, how do you, only thing they're gonna ask me is how do you want how do you want that on the front of your car? You want BK Carpet Cleaning? You want BK Carpet Cleaning LLC? <laughs> you want BK Carpet whatever? Mm-hmm. You just picking the name out at that point. Yeah. So it's about just you have to use it one time in order to establish yourself. Once right. you're established. No, I don't because I don't want the stamps and mm-hmm. I don't want glue and I don't want to be ordering stuff from you line. I don't want spirals and all that. So, <laughs> so that, so, so, so the the only thing that you're mentioning is that. So, if you go the the th- net thirty account way, is that it take years to build that? Take a long time. But a benefit to that is that if you're sued and this is all up under your business credit, you don't have to use. Your personal, you're not guaranteed. You're not. You're not the guarantor towards your own personal credit. This is strictly against your business. So to me, that is a benefit. So if if a person does have the time, I think that is important to mention that if you have the time to build that business credit. That you, that's the route that you should go. I mean, Agreed. if and and then again, another thing that is important to mention is that not everybody have that personal credit score, which. Honestly, if you want to talk about business, you should be getting your personal credit score to where it should be. I agree, and I, and I think that we should flip it because most people want to start their personal credit is awful, so they want to start building business credit. No, it goes hand in hand. Show personal first. Yeah, it goes exactly. Hand right. In hand. There it is. Right. Hand right in hand. hand. That's it has what I was going hand on. in hand. You cannot. There is not a person in the world that has this excellent, excellent business credit 
and their their credit score is poor. Exactly. Just, it, can, yeah. it needs to be right on the same. Uh-huh. And when you're an adult, who wants the poor credit score anyway? When you're an adult, fix your credit, people. A lot of adults get your have driver's license. Scores. Get your credit together. <laughs> buy you a home. You cannot own anything. You cannot not own something and be an adult. That's just not how life For works. Sure. You have to own things. You have to have good credit. Those are things that you need to have a be a productive citizen. Agreed. So I think uh, I think that for a lot of people is the fear of the unknown or exactly. just the unknown uh-huh. unknown altogether, not mm-hmm. being educated, um, you know, uh, or the stigma that they just can't have it. So I think that uh, topics like this is very important because it's it's simple things and and because of the internet, we have no excuse for not having knowledge. We yeah, have because this man excuse. is posting every day. This man is posting all the time. He's giving. He's not the only person. It's other people that that we know personally that's posting. Giving you jewels every day. It's up to you to pick them up. You can. They cannot bring you to the water. Put it. Open your mouth. Pour it down your throat. Go to your house. Pull your credit. Stop you from using your cash. They can't do that. You have to listen and follow the the pathway that these type of people are setting up for you guys. That way, you can win in life. You cannot win with no credit. You just can't. Absolutely right. So one thing that I want to talk about is those rules. I think that now not everybody has the time to go and study different laws, but it is so much knowledge out there. And see, I'm a people's person, so I talk to all kinds of people, and you just never know who you might run across. And I didn't even know there's certain cars that you buy you can use for tax write-off if they weigh a certain amount. You know, it's just oh, so many sure. rules. So I think that it's important to stress to the people that to get knowledgeable about certain things because we're missing out. It's people that's out there to have businesses that they're, they're writing these things off. They're not even paying for these things because they getting tax write off and, and they're paying their kids out of their businesses. Oh, sure. And, and, and so it's so many rules. It's so many. So where's a good place to start? Um, but there's, there's a lot of information on here. Like you said, you know, but a lot of it is just, if you, if you people just scroll through like social media, they'll, there's so many people out here talking about those things. Yep. And, and for instance, like, I'm not buying anything that I can't write off. Mm-hmm. So everything is going to be a write-off for me. Mm-hmm. And like you talked about, people write off cars. People buy trucks. You buy an SUV, you can write off the entire. If that SUV is $70,000, you write off the whole $70,000 on your taxes mm-hmm. that time, that year mm-hmm. that you purchased. Wow. Is, is, I never knew that. Oh, yeah, you can write off everything. But that's the thing that, you know, you see people out here, you see Hispanics a lot of times, that, mm-hmm. you know, Caucasian. They be in these big trucks. They be lifted up, and they have mm-hmm. fencing or they have whatever the they have on the side. They writing off all of it. It's, it's just the best way to go. You know, it's, you understand that when you have a business, we pay taxes on the net. Everybody right. else pays taxes on the gross. Yes, indeed. It's, it's just a way to keep more money in your pocket. You be able to keep that money to invest exactly. and do things of that nature. So, Brian, can you tell us a little bit more about your just your specific build your business and your and your consulting fees? Just tell the people. Okay. Um, Basically, I, 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 I train myself to be a, a financial educator. So I cover anything from taxes to credit to, you know, to investments to mutual funds, stocks. I, I, I'll, cross every, I'll cross every line in order to get where we need to go. Exactly. As okay. um, far as the fees, I always try to be the most affordable out here because I'm about, I'm about volume. Exactly. I'm going to help the most, help the most people and you know, have them refer me out to whomever else, their cousins, their brothers, their sisters. But we charge a flat fee. It's, it's 200 up front. And it's a hundred a month. Okay. So I always say, you know, if you need six months, you're talking about a seven hundred dollar investment. Mm-hmm. Seven hundred dollar investment that that will net you a sixty. 
to net you six figures of capital if you do it the right way. Mm-hmm. It's such a small investment. Some, mm-hmm. Like I say, but some people need longer. Even at the worst case, you had to go a year. Mm-hmm. Credit repair and credit restoration pays for itself mm-hmm. because there's if you need credit work, there's not a person on this planet that don't have $1,000 worth of collection. Mm-hmm. If you need credit. If you need right. credit work, you're getting your money back. Even if they get one thing removed, which most people get far more than that, but I'm just saying in general, just to get one thing, you, one thing removed, that's paid for itself. Right. So it's a very small investment that nets you so much more going forward. It's a lifetime. Right. Right. It, let me tell you something. You say a hundred dollars a month. So let me let me insert this. So mm-hmm. again, I told you we bought our house at a young age. Mm-hmm. So I think I was like twenty one. My husband's twenty two. Somewhere mm-hmm. around there, two thousand and five. Mm-hmm. So we were real young. But I just knew that if we can pay all this money for an apartment, we can buy a house. And so I mean, I always had strong faith. And so. I didn't, I didn't know. You know, I thought our credit was bad. So we paid a company for credit cleanup. You know how much we paid that company? $18.95. I'll never forget it. We didn't need to pay that company. We had no credit. Oh, wow. We had no credit. But you think that company didn't take our money? Oh, they for took sure our money did. indeed. They oh, took yeah. our money indeed. And we walked into that house. You know, I like to tell everybody, God bless me with that house. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But we, we still did the work. It's, it, we just had no credit. But we still just paid that company. And that was just off of the advice of people. Advice of people. You know, you got to have this. You're going to have to do this. You need to yeah. do this. Yeah. You know, at the, at the advice of people. So I believe $200 up front and $100 a month is is. Listen, we, we can eat that up. So it depends on where your determination lies. And credit is very important. And I say you'd rather pay at this end because you're going to pay at that end. Because if oh, I walk sure. into that dealership, I'll tell you. I walk into And then that's another thing I want to mention, too. Not just your credit score. You have to wheel and deal these people. Because I remember uh, the year my husband went and bought a truck. And I think I, I don't know what our credit score was at that particular point. It wasn't the best, but it wasn't the worst. And they wanted him to put money down and all this kind of stuff. And my husband being true to his nature, just, okay. And I said, no. I said, because one thing, we've been in our house for this many years. We haven't been late on our notes. Uh-huh. We have, the, you know, I, I literally I looked at that, that manager yeah. and I, because he said, and then when I got through talking to that man, literally, and my husband's sitting right there, he was ready to put the money down. <laughs> and when I went to talk to that man, he said, well, let me go talk to the manager at the back. Yeah, you back. want us to put $1,000 down yeah. for what? We've proved ourselves. <laughs> yes. Sure. You're looking at a number. If they, if they, we've been if in our house. It, oh, get it. I paid our cars. I did this. I did that. No. My credit is good enough. When you when your credit score is good, your your insurance, your car insurance, all oh, of those oh, yeah, things go with it. All These people out here with good credit are not paying five hundred dollars a month for car insurance. They're not paying five hundred dollars a month for different the stuff, the little stuff that you pay for every week. Mm-hmm. They're not paying that people. Sure. So 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 to sum everything up, Brian. Tell us tell us what right your, tell us your tell business us, name and us, put all your information out there. You. Tell the people what you can do for them and just make sure yeah. that they can find you with no problem. Uh, Brian Blackmore, I'm uh, on BK Credit Consultants. I'm on BK at BK Credit Consultants on all social media handles. Um, just reach out to me. I think there's not another person out here that has put people in more houses, more cars, more lines of credit. Uh, I'm just good at what I do. I'm hands-on. Um, it's not one of those things where you kind of fit for yourself. I'm very hands-on. People call me for absolutely everything. My clients call me for everything before they make a purchase they call. Before yeah. they do anything they call to make sure it's a good idea. Uh, I'm very big on hand-holding, but I'm also big on accountability. So yes. it's not going to be a, you know, sit back like magic show. Mm-hmm. I'm going to require you yeah. do your part. Right. And we're going to meet in the middle. My goal is to get everyone to the 700s because once you get to the 700s, you got action. 
Yeah. And so right. not and, and I, I wanted the, to mention that you didn't just say credit because earlier I heard that you say you do investment and, and stuff as well. All. Because some people are trying to infiltrate that market but they don't know where to start. For sure. So for sure. And it's all about access to capital. You know, exactly. people have big dreams and big plans, but the thing of it is if you have no money, you're not getting off the ground. Mm-hmm. That's okay. just the way it is. No but way. credit opens up the door. Credit is the conversation starter. Yes, it is. If I have the ability in order to go get funds, I there's People will come to you. I get I, They come to me all the time, hey, because they know I have access to capital. So I get introduced to all the things like the, the restaurant situation and other situations I'm being placed in simply because they know that he may not have the cash, he can go get it. He know mm-hmm. how to get it. I know how to access it. And, and everybody it. need a person on their team that know how to get money. Right. I, 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 I just I have a few people that I know that I know for a fact. When I call their phone, I don't care what it is, they know how to get money. Sure. I don't care what it is, how much it is or whatever, they know sure. how to get money. Everybody needs a person like that on their Absolutely. team. Absolutely. That's one well, thing Brian, I tell my kids, keep your name good. Oh, Keep your always. name good. Oh, keep Brian. it good. We thank you so much for coming. Thank you. It was a pleasure. Make sure you keep your little schedule open so just in case we want you to come back and educate the people again. Anytime. I'm always available. Anytime. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for coming out. Thank you, Brian.